Welcome everyone. I'm your host, Angelo Santiago, and this is the We Are The Men podcast, a show that is dedicated to sharing the stories of men who are all connected by a commitment to having a positive impact on the world through the actions they take in their own lives. My guest today is Leif Hampshire. Leif is a curator and operator of transformational experiences. He's a leader in multiple organizations creating buildings, festivals, and events which call in people from all over the world, including Ansoul, Emergent Men, as well as Medicine Festival. He also facilitates men's experiences for Sacred Sons across Europe. And today I'm excited to be chatting with him to just really understand, you know, the journey that he's been on, how he's gotten to this point where he's creating and curating these amazing experiences for people to come together, to deepen into community, deepen into themselves and just make that impact that we're talking about in the world. So like, thank you so much for being on here. It's an honor to get to sit down and have this conversation with you, brother. Mm, thank you so much, brother. It's beautiful to be here. Thank you for the invitation. And yeah, thank you for creating this space. I think it's so important that, you know, through the work that we do, we also take time just to have conversations and discuss ideas. And actually some of the greatest medicine that we experience comes through these conversations. So thank you for creating the space, celebrating you on your journey of birthing this and bringing this through. And yeah, it's a real honor to be here, man. So thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. So good. So good. Let's get started. Let's see where this conversation takes us. And before we begin into like getting deep into story, into sharing where you've been, what happened, where are you now? You know, I'm curious for you to just tell us a little bit, like, where do you find yourself right now? What season of life are you in? What's emerging for you? What do you see in the near future of like, this is what I've been working on, whether it's myself or things outside of me that are starting to come into the next phase of your life? Mm, beautiful question. And, you know, when I think about where I'm at right now, so much has led to this moment. So much has led to this place where I feel truly at my depth of core exactly where I'm supposed to be with what I'm building and being surrounded by inspirational brothers and sisters, super strong teams and individuals that are deeply aligned. And, you know, there's this old saying, which I don't know who coined it, but it's, you become like the five people you spend the most time with. And I've really allowed myself to sit with that phrase for a long time and actually recognize that those that I'm willing to surround myself with, the relationships that I'm willing to grow with and grow from truly dictate and define where I go in this life. And the flip side of that is actually there's difficult times that you have to let people go as well. But that's maybe a separate thread which we might explore. But right now, you know, I'm based in London. UK is my home. For many years, I didn't actually feel at home here. I have no British blood, but I am a British man. And so to be at home on these aisles has been a real journey for me. But being where I am with the teams that I'm at, curating different experiences, facilitating around Europe and really allowing myself to lead from a place of purpose. But what even does that mean? You know, what do we mean by purpose? You know, and I've sat with this for a hot minute, but it's doing things that excite me doing things that I feel are in service to something greater than me and for better or for worse, putting the wider community before myself, because that's something that I'm deeply in service to as well. So, you know, in this moment, 
I'm part of multiple organizations, as you kindly mentioned, and I can talk more about those as well if it follows. But, you know, really, I'm at my blossoming era where for the last decade have been exploring different things. And I can talk more about that as well, like where have I been in the past? But right now it's like, fuck, like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be with the right people and deeply dedicated. Yeah, that feeling of knowing that what I'm doing right now is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And the beautiful thing is that that shifts, right? It's like right now, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And as I learn from it and as I grow from it and as things shift and change and I learn more, five years down the road, I can look back and be like, well, what I was doing then was exactly right. But what I'm doing now is exactly right, right? Like things shift and things morph. What I caught the thread when you were talking is, is the importance for you of community, for team, for, you know, you talked about the five people, right? For someone who's listening and it's like, man, you know, I feel a little bit alone right now. I don't have the influence of people around me who really lift me up, who I can bounce ideas off, who I can have conversations with. What was it like for you and what advice maybe you would have for them or important for them to know of like, how do you curate that inner circle of people, those mentors, those peers, you know, those brothers and sisters, what was that like for you and how can somebody start to develop that for themselves? I reflect on, you know, when I was younger, you know, at university, I studied entrepreneurship. And so, you know, from an early age, I was really inquisitive around like networking events or going to those mixers where other young entrepreneurs would go to and start up pitch events. And for me, yes, it was about sharing what I was doing at the time, but it was also about finding other people who had a similar frequency, a similar energy. And I'm a big believer in there's so many people out there who are also searching for you. And actually, if you have that mindset of like, there's people out there who are also looking for someone like me who might be able to support them and might be able to connect with them is a really great avenue to build relationships. Another big piece for me actually quite early on was I think we live in a very transactional world. I will do this because I'm going to get this back. But leading from a place of unconditional support, not to your own detriment, not to your own deficit, but this idea that, oh, hey, there's this really awesome project or this really awesome venture. Can I offer my support in some way? Can I reach out and actually connect with the people and build a relationship and look at what skills I have and offer my skills? out to people. So that was a real solid angle that I've followed as time's gone on. Also something you mentioned there, right? Mentors, guides, therapists, but let's kind of go on that first leg. I think being on an entrepreneurial journey, something we learned quite early on is unless you're the next Zuckerberg or the next Elon Musk, what you're doing isn't reinventing the wheel. So find someone who's doing something that deeply inspires you and is maybe two, three, four, five steps ahead. Maybe they've been doing it for two, three, four, five more years or seasons or whatever that looks like relative to what you're doing and connect with them, you know, reach out, find someone who is inspiring to you. And actually, I think people will be surprised how many established individuals have time for a coffee. And I've never been afraid to find someone. I'm like, wow, like when I was younger, one of my first ventures was a food company. 
And I remember reaching out to my university network and finding an alumni that had been like five, six years graduated, who was running one of the most successful salad bars in London. And I reached out to him over LinkedIn and I was like, hey, bro, you know, I've seen you doing this thing. I'm also an alumni from the university and I see your story. It's been really inspiring. Can we grab a coffee? I did that unconditionally, you know, I was like, this guy's gonna respond. Bro, he was stoked to be like, hey, Leigh, like amazing to hear from you. He was like, no one reaches out like you've done. And that's the thing, it's like, it's so funny. It's like, actually, some people are there just waiting for the reach out. And actually, I also believe in reciprocity, right? So as the years have gone on and my careers have advanced, I sometimes now get those messages, you know, and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, thank you, Spirit, for reminding me that what I give, I get. So it's not frequent, but every now and then, every few months, every six months, I might receive a message from someone, be like, hey, Leith, been following your journey. I'm just starting out this venture. Or I'm just starting my own men's circle. You've got 30 minutes to chat. I'm like, bro, there's time in my calendar. Let's make it happen. Let's drop in. And if there's anything I can do to support you, you let me know. So that's that reciprocity, reaching out and then also meeting someone who reaches out to you. Yeah, that reciprocity. You talked about it is right now where you are being able to give that unconditional support, right? At one point in your life, you were seeking that unconditional support. And so now it's like it comes back around and it's your opportunity to remember where you were at, who were those people that met with you for the coffee and and now you're doing that. And what I like about what you're saying is in the past episodes of the podcast, I've talked to a lot of people and we've discussed the same thing, but more in like the personal development in the men's work and the mental health and the emotional health kind of space. But it applies so beautifully in also this entrepreneurial space in the creation of these experiences that you're doing, these locations that you're developing, like all of it is so important. So the nugget of gold that I hear from you for people who are listening is don't be scared or hesitant to reach out for support, even with somebody that maybe you start telling yourself stories, you don't have time, they don't have time for you. Oh, I'm, I shouldn't do this, right? It's like, just do it. And don't be attached to the outcomes. Be like, if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. If it's not, then, well, you know what? I've developed a little bit of more bravery, a little more courage, a little more confidence to do that again the next time. So again, this podcast is all about get the support you need, reach out to the people you have around you, or even those that are a little bit further away. So I, I love that. Thank you for sharing that, brother. Mm, absolute pleasure, you know, absolute pleasure. And actually just, just cause it feels really present. I'm sure we'll get onto this, but I think being a sacred son has not to kind of put more petrol on the already existing huge fire, which is burning with that organization, you know, but to really speak to the value of being part of organizations such as Sacred Sons or men's organizations that you resonate with or these clubs which are for entrepreneurs where maybe at times there's a fee to join, maybe at times it feels a bit of a stretch to make it happen. I swear by the relationships that we build you know warren buffett says your network is your net worth it's cliche but it's true the reality is the relationships that you build with people that are maybe a bit out there and through different organizations what sons for me man like i've met some of the 
dearest, closest brothers that are like family to me through those organizations. And there's multiple organizations like that, right? But, it, you know, Sons has been one that's just been most present in my life. Yeah. And what I hear from you is the importance of this having people around you and connecting with people. But I'm curious how that actually developed in your life. Right. Is this something at a young age that you always felt supported with people around you that have been guiding you that has have been like, you know, almost walking side by side with you to get you to where you are? Or were there times in your life where you found yourself kind of alone trying to figure it out? You know, the lone wolf mentality, trying to do it all your own. And like my success has to be everything that I put into it. And I'm not going to reach out for support. So give us a little bit of a, a, a picture for us listening. What was life like for you early on? How has these experiences you had brought you to where you are now? Like what happened and what actions and decisions did you make to get you to this season of life that seems really, you know, incredible? Mm, yeah. Thank you for that, man. And yeah, that's a really interesting question, you know, and I think as I ponder on that question, you know, it's something about Steve Jobs said, sometimes you can't connect the dots looking forward, but you can connect the dots looking back. And I arrive where I'm at and I'm like, wow, you know, I could have never foretold this. But this goes all the way back to, you know, when I was 11 and my mum couldn't afford to live in London where we were living at that time. So we had to move out of London to a new area in Surrey. And suddenly I had to move to a brand new school where I didn't know anyone. So what am I doing at 12? I'm arriving at a brand new school where I didn't know anyone, where I realized that if I didn't start to build relationships with people, then I wouldn't survive nor thrive. That was a big part of my life quite early on. And then when I was 16, I then got kicked out of school and was going to go to a college. And that's a whole thread there. But actually at that point, I also had to build new relationships with new people in a new environment at a new school. Then at college, I left my college and decided to move far away to the West Country, to Bristol, where once again, I had to build new relationships, find new friends, find new people. So at those moments when I was in it, I was like, this is shit. I don't have any of my quote unquote friends at the time around me. And I'm now having to go to this whole new environment and build relationships. So I was kind of forced into it. And I would say that one of my, you know, human design traits or whatever is definitely that networking. It's definitely that bridge building. It's definitely something which I find myself in the situations where I have to do that. And actually, even though in those moments, it's quite difficult and actually quite grieving the old friends, grieving the old life, it's really pushed me forward continually. And so, you know, the medicine for me is I've actually felt very supported from a very early age. And that's been due to the fact there's been periods of my life where yes, isolation has crept in, but I think on a hereditary genetic level, I'm a Middle Eastern man whose culture was built on collectivism. And for me, it's always about who's my tribe, who are those around me that I can support, who are those around me that I can lean on and I can connect with. So that's actually been a thread which I feel very fortunate to have kind of already weaved. I wouldn't necessarily look back at a period and be like, damn, I was a real lone wolf then. I'd say there was periods where I felt alone, but that was more due to my own psycho 
what was going on in my mind, my psychography and psychology more than actually those people around me. Because I think we live in such a connected world, yet we can feel so isolated. And I strongly believe that is defined by the situations and environments that we put ourselves in and where we put our energy. I've got friends who will spend more time, old friends, at least when I was younger, who spend more time gaming than going out and seeking opportunities to connect and then are feeling isolated and alone. And so for me, it's like, well, let's have an inquiry around why you're feeling like that. If you spend X amount of hours every evening in your bedroom alone, well, for me, you're not necessarily cultivating a sense of connection with others, but it's not always easy as well. We all have different attributes. We all have different ways of being. We've all got different ideas around connection. And I think it's interesting, right? I live in the UK. It's a very small aisle. There's this seven degree rule, isn't it? Somewhere it's like, you know, everyone by like seven degrees. I think it's probably more like five degrees now, knowing the world we live in. I swear down, bro, in the UK, it's like three degrees. It's like, oh, you know, this person that knows this person that knows the queen or something. So it's like, it's a very environmental occurrence, which is actually we live in quite a connected world if you choose to be connected. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, you have this experience with all these moves, right, from 11 years old, 16 years old, college, then moving to the, the West, that you've had the opportunity to, I imagine, try different ways of like connecting with people and see how building connections has evolved over time, right? When you're 11 years old, I mean, there's this sort of like simplicity of childhood that you're just like, hey, let's just play a game together. Like we don't have to do anything else and have fun, feel safe, play a game. Then as you get into your teens and then you get older and, and even now it's like, I'm 40 years old. Two years ago, my family picked up and left where we were living and moved to a brand new place where we didn't know absolutely any, I mean, we knew a couple of people, but it's like, we didn't have this sense of community. And it's been challenging. And, and, and I know I'm not alone in experiencing that, like, oh man, how, especially at, at an older age with, with family, how do I build community? How do I, you know, it's like the old thing of being like, oh, just get out there and whatever, you know, it's like, there's a new experience of, especially post-COVID people being a little more closed off. I know I'm not in a phase of my life where it's like, oh, I'm going to go to a bar and meet people or like, you know, it's like for you. For people who are listening, who maybe just had a recent move, or maybe they've made a decision in their life that has kind of pushed away old friends, like you even touched a little bit on old friends, and and they're looking to create a new community, a new tribe, and you know, new close friends. From all your experiences, like what can you share in this space to support somebody that is stepping into that unknown and that almost like kind of scary time of like, I don't want to be alone. It's up to me to maybe take the first move. What do you want to say to those people? I'd say you're not alone, you're safe, you know, you're supported firstly on an energetic, emotional level. And, you know, what's really helped me, quick fact, you know, I've traveled to 45 countries since I was born, you know, very fortunate. I've traveled quite a lot when I was a bit younger, really valued travel. I lived in three continents, lived in Shanghai, lived in San Francisco, lived in Spain. Why do I share that? At each of these moments, I have moved somewhere and had that initial feeling of being alone. And then I've asked myself, okay, where does Laith find other Laiths or find other people that resonate with 
what I resonate with. I tend to make a list of all the different things that I thoroughly enjoy, climbing, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, different forms of martial arts, you know, different activities that I might enjoy. And then very simply, practically, I'll go on Google and I'll ask myself, okay, where's the nearest climbing gym? Where are the nearest few yoga studios? Where's the nearest martial arts gym? Where are different areas where Laith would hang out if he was living in a city long term? Cool. Now let me go and experience those places. Let me go to those areas. Where's the nearest networking event for young entrepreneurs? You know, is there a men's circle going on in this town or city? Is there a sharing circle for people who are from the Middle East? Whatever it is, you know, and then very practically identifying different classes, workshops, events, gatherings, which are connected to my own interests, you know, and that might quite, that might sound quite simple, but actually for me, it's been super supportive because I moved to Barcelona, didn't know anyone, started a new university course. I was like, okay, Bosch, I checked out a few different yoga studios. Some of them I wouldn't go back in at all. Some of them I was like, yeah, this is pretty cool. There's at least like two more guys in this studio, you know, or found a climbing gym and realized that on a Saturday night, I remember in Pobla now in Barcelona, there was like a climbing social event where it literally said, meet fellow climbers, come for coffee and a climb. I was like, fuck yeah, that's exactly where I should be going. I met a guy actually, you know, it's quite a cute story. I met a guy called Dom at that event and we just clicked. We started talking and very quickly, like I was like, this guy knows. And bro, we've been friends for like seven years and we check in every couple of months. And it's like, I didn't go with like, I'm going to make a lifelong friend. Not at all. I just went with, actually, if I can have one conversation that's nourishing for me, and at least reach out and find one person who's in resonance. And don't get me wrong, I've gone to some of these spaces and not found anyone, and that's cool. There's no expectation, but it's like actually reaching out, meeting with someone, and also feeling really uncomfortable and awkward and going to like a networking event in Bristol when I first moved there and was like, everyone's like over 50 and just not the vibe. And that's okay. I tried again the next week and maybe there was someone there. So for me, it's about identifying things of interest I've loved and enjoyed and like doing, and then also creating relationships through that. So that's kind of a bit of a thread there if that kind of answers that question. Yeah, it does. And what I'm hearing as with so many things that I've talked about with other people on this podcast is it takes a looking at yourself first, a looking inward and evaluating where am I? What are my priorities? What are my values? You know, what is it that I'm devoted to? What are the things that I really care about? And then follow that thread to where are the places that I'm going to, that I may or may not, but may meet people that click with what it is that I really value. Because another question that came to mind that that really is answered in what you just shared is, is, you know, I had a similar experience where when I was eight years old, my family moved from Brazil to the United States and it was a new culture, a new language, new, you know, brand new place. I had no idea. I didn't know absolutely anybody. And it was scary. And as a kid being like, how do I even meet new people? And what happened to me is I found myself morphing myself into what was around me so that I would fit in, right? I became that kind of 
much more like Americanized version of myself. I started liking the things that the other people around me were liking. So I became this like chameleon for the sake of like wanting to build friendships with, there's nothing wrong with wanting to build deep relationships. But then what I had to learn how to turn off and to switch was when do I stop doing that? Because I kept doing that through middle school, through high school, through college, you know, out of college, I was just being what I thought others wanted. And it was only once I took a look at myself and was able to be like, what is it? Who am I? Right? Like, what are my priorities? What are my values? And then I was able to externally like vibrate that frequency out. Then I started finding the right people that are like, oh, these are my people. And there's so much more freedom in that. There's so much more peace in that. There's so much more joy in that. And there's just so much more love in the relationships that you build. So I love what you shared. It, it just makes so much sense. And where I want to kind of take this next is, you know, I've seen you leading. I've seen you just being in spaces with other people and, and just that energy that you exude. And, and clearly with what you are curating and creating in this world with the events that you're doing, the locations that you're working on, it seems like there's a calling to you to bring people together. And so I, I would love for you to touch on that. You know, it's like, what specifically do you find yourself having the impact? Maybe it's on your local community, on these events. Like what has been your calling to really bring all these people together? Mm, is that more, you know, speaking to like the why, like the why behind that? Yeah, exactly. Like what has happened in that whole story that you've shared about yourself? Why has that been the thing that's like, you know what, if I can do anything right now is to create these spaces of community. Mm, yeah, really beautiful framing. So it's a really great question. You know, something I actually still ask myself to this day, but I do reflect on the fact that I do believe one of our greatest responsibilities in this world is to find our gifts and share it with others. And I think from quite a young age, my gift was bringing people together, you know, whether it was throwing the parties at school or the gatherings for my friends. I was always very drawn to, you know, you might resonate this, like the operational mind, that's like the organizer, you know, so just very good at that and the willingness to want to bring people together. I do feel, you know, when I was kind of backtracking as to why, I do what I do. And actually, why specifically do I focus on like Ansol, which is a conscious community in London, you know, a big building that we're birthing and medicine festival, seven and a half thousand people. How do we really curate transformation? And I think for me, it really rings back to my own experience of um, having a really big health scare back in 2019. I, I don't know whether you know this or not, you know, I actually experienced a stroke and I think we might have spoken about this, but when I was on my own health and recovery journey, that was actually a point where I felt quite isolated. I actually felt, you know what, I've had this quite horrific health incident occur, which has left me hospitalized. And now I'm trying to rediscover what it means to move again and to be in a healthy state of being. Where are my people? Where are my people that are gonna support me? Because at the time, a lot of my bros, they just wanted to go out and get drunk and go party and you know, hats off to that. And I still like to do that now and then, but nowhere near as much as I used to, right? And I was living a life where I wanted to surround myself with other like-minded individuals who are compassionate about the earth, but also about their own earth, their own inner well-being and their own health. And actually being at a point where I remember moving back to Bristol 
and being like, where are the communities of conscious, you know, health and wellness minded individuals? And I couldn't find it. And so the entrepreneur in me goes, well, I'm going to create it then because I can't be the only person who is struggling to find connection in a city where there's so much good stuff going on. One of my first ventures was born. It's called Art Collective, which was bringing together young entrepreneurs who are specifically working within the sustainability, health, wellness arena. And I put it out to university students and to the wider market. And it was amazing how many people were like, oh man, this is exactly what I've been looking for. And I was like, I could feel that, you know, because I was also looking for this as well. And that started out as a really small networking event and that tended to grow and as time went on. And it just, you know, the evolution of that, you know, I then founded something called Emergent Purpose, which was about bringing the community together in Bristol who were all practitioners. Because actually when you're a solo entrepreneur, you can feel quite isolated. You know, if you're a facilitator or a practitioner who is like a massage therapist or a Reiki healer or a body worker, you tend to be a solopreneur that works alone. So I was like, okay, cool. Why don't I create a space where these people come together? And so that then evolved into when I got involved with Medicine Festival, it just made sense. They were like, look, we bring together thousands of people in this arena can you support operationally and then into Ansol, which was like okay how do we then create the energy that's created over a festival but in a building over a year i was like wow this is the biggest challenge i've ever been faced with but i'm all in let's work out how we do this and how we make this so to really kind of ring back you know to your question I actually feel like, and it's becoming clearer, that I felt that problem of being on this path of self-discovery, being on this path of, you know, I needed to heal myself, you know, quote unquote, and understand the brain and the body more, and there wasn't something out there. So I made the decision to go and create it. And then being deeply dedicated to that path of just being like, okay, I'm gonna create something, and then I'm gonna find the right people or surround myself with other people who are doing this, and then just do this more, then I I am where I am now. So it really was that feeling that pain inside of me, feeling that calling for myself, instead of just sitting there waiting, taking action and going and doing it. Love it, Leif. Absolutely love it. Yeah. In, in this time that we've had together, you've dropped so much amazing information for people that that maybe feel the same way that you do. And now here's the invitation to them. If there's something that you want to see created where you are and it doesn't exist, this is your invitation to step into that creation. And like you said, it's not about doing it alone. Like who's the team? Who's the community? Who's that elder or that experienced person that you can reach out to for a cup of coffee to bounce ideas off of, to ask for support, right? These are all things that we get to do in our personal journey and also in that which we are bringing into life, into the world. So that's awesome, brother. I want to just say to close out, you know, if somebody wants to connect with you, maybe just bounce a question off you because they felt your frequency and they're like, this is somebody that I want in my aura in, in supporting me. Like, what's the best way that somebody can reach out to you, learn more about what you're doing, what's next for Lathe, and how they could get involved? 
Mm, beautiful man thank you you know just to really amplify that piece around going and doing like for me it's like emergent men was born because i went back to bristol couldn't find a men's circle so i started it over two years nearly 500 men have come through our experience you know and now we're empowering and now i'm moving away from that and i'm empowering other men that came to run it and i'm like go do that you know and actually for me this has been this big piece it's like actually we live in the, such a resourceful world there is so much information and knowledge and frameworks and funding you know in the uk just to speak to in regards to making stuff happen it's just about having that mindset and acting on it the best way to connect with me classic instagram you know at lathe.hampshire on instagram website lathehampshire.com feel free to reach out feel free to connect what does my life now look like i'm knee deep in building and opening a brand new space which opens at the end of january in london which is an 11 story 300 room building where we're bringing through festival curation conscious community to live together in harmony in growth in purpose in a building and that's my biggest birth of this lifetime yet it's taking all of me right now and we're building super strong teams and people are coming in from all over the country and all over europe actually to get involved which is super exciting so you know find me in london connect with me online there's any way that i can support there's any threads that you're like oh wow i wonder if he could share this with me or maybe i've got this question about my own entrepreneurial journey and get in touch really reciprocity I was heavily supported. I still am. And I'm here to support others. Amazing, brother. And I'm so excited to have you on here in the springtime or in summertime to just learn about how this launch has, has gone through, what new challenges have come up, how the team has shifted, how you have shifted and learned from it, and just to share more about that. So that is yet to come. For now, I just want to say thank you. Before we close out, I like to do this with all the guests I have on here. I want to invite you into a little bit of a visualization to see what kind of like last moments, words you want to share in this space. And so go ahead and take a nice deep breath and close down your eyes. If you're following along at home, you can try this yourself. So Lathe, you find yourself on an open field. Thousands of men are with you and you are about to address the world. You begin to speak and I want you to finish this sentence. We are the men who lift others up empower ourselves and go all in on this one life yes lift each other up empower ourselves and go all in on this life thank you Lathe hampshire thank you for joining us and thank you you listeners for joining us on we are the men podcast we Are The Men is a global movement, and I want to invite you, the listeners, to be a part of it. Go to wearethemen.com to sign up for our mailing list and learn how you can get involved. If you liked what you heard, please take a moment to rate and follow the podcast to help us reach more listeners. All of us know men who could benefit from hearing these conversations and engaging with our community. Please share this podcast today with someone you know. I'm Angelo Santiago, and we are the men.